Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo. Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe. Buried alive in a pile of snow. It's the worst case Hi. Hi. Are we doing it at the same time? I think we should harmonise. Hi. Hi. Let's do it again. Let's try again. Hello. Oh, are we doing that? <laughs> so we're doing that oh. harmony, Julia. We're oh, coming in. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Worst Case Scenario. Oh, uh, whatever. The fine. Po- the- you know, I was trying to add a bit of showbiz in. <laughs> trying to add a little more flair, but fine. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Fucking hell. Welcome to Worst Case Scenario, the podcast where we tell each other stories of people who survived the worst case scenario. And slaughter harmonies and dreams. Yeah. That's the side project. Main project, we're here to give hope that no matter how bad it gets, survival can actually be possible. Happy endings all round. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an offer. <laughs> Be for yourself. No, that's why I signed up to this podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right. Have you survived this week? I mean, clearly, physically, mentally. Oh, you're right. Hanging on by a thread. You feeling okay? But you know, other than that, what about you? I'm in fear. Oh, why? Actually, I don't know if I should advertise it. No, it's fine. This will be later. I'm alone in my house. For the first, like for an elongated... And you can find Abby's address at <laughs> our Instagram. Um, I'm alone. Housemates have gone to Glastonbury. Oh, I'm jealous. Because uh, they're far more fun than That's me. That's cool. Though, my housemate actually had worst case scenario. Gonna share more of that. Yeah, go on. <laughs> she came on day of no yeah no yeah that's my worst nightmare Awful. at a festival at a festival no shower portaloos so she's coming home and day one first day as well so that is the heavy flow oh. i hope she is i hope she's got a lot of alcohol and she's able to take her mic she's enjoying the festival to its fullest i mean can you though no absolutely no. not that's, that's impossible it's, it's over from day one oh. have you got any worst case scenario festival stories i so i went to a festival in about 2007 oh yeah 
probably the last festival I went to. Which one? Um, the festival. Oh, this was in your first ever stand-up set. In my set. first ever stand-up set. So, um, this is the only thing Julia has ever done. Me <laughs> is the only thing I've done. Uh, it's I've been to like day festivals. I just this is the, oh, this is the only know. time I've yeah. camped at a like festival. a four year old woman. Yeah, exactly. Like I a woman with children. I like a bed. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do too. So me and my, my my friend Rosa, we went to V Festival. Very exciting. Kanye was there. Big deal. I wouldn't. Okay. Brag about him. Uh, oh, this is 2007, Kanye. This is peak Kanye. Okay. Like it was it was hot stuff. Anyway. Um, so, and my dad, it loves a gadget. Uh, so he equipped us with a one person pop-up tent, but we, um, pitched it on a, quite a, quite a steep hill. So then whoever was sleeping downhill was very much had like, was wearing the other person like a backpack. It wasn't great. <laughs> oh my God, like those spinny rides where like yeah. the heavier person has to sit. Also, that's real harsh in a friendship. It was tough. <laughs> right, yeah. fat you sit there. Well, and, and then you like squish it against them. It also torrentially rained throughout the festival. And I don't know if you've been, you stayed in a pop-up tent. They're thin. They're very thick. They're not made for, there's only one layer. There's no like protection oh from they're the outdoors. They're more just like for on a beach bit of shade. Exactly. That's exactly what they're for. Uh, and so we spent the first day trawling through all of the like um, uh, shops. Can you call them shops? You know, the little pop-up. Stalls. Stalls, stalls, yeah. Stalls. Uh, looking for like a big, because I was like, if we get a big tarpaulin, yeah. we can just put it over the top and we've made it a little bit more waterproof. Couldn't find one. It was pointless. So we yeah, were like, they more just sell like t-shirts and chips. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so Could we have just covered it with tie-dye crop tops. Yes, I th- I wouldn't don't know how really that would have gone. Would have looked nice with the waterproof. Oh, you were going for more of an aesthetic. I wasn't that fussed about the look of the tent. I'll be honest. Um, when I was absolutely freezing my ass off, I did, we we did not sleep at all. Uh, the next day, Rose's mum came and picked us up. Um, and that is how you survived that's how I survived the the worst case scenario yeah oh my goodness I've been to one festival ever and I went with Ellie who you've met who's actually like a really outdoorsy person I don't really know how we're friends I don't know how you're friends she's so nice too I think that's how we're so nice yeah I just take advantage of very nice people (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah obviously I went with her and then our other friend Sophie who I'd say is in the middle like does like a camping holiday but isn't like wild camping like LA mm. and it was literally like gold. we were in a tiny tent yeah very claustrophobic I, I was certain people were gonna fall on me oh god they were like walking past we were in the busiest bit because we were too lazy to walk very yeah. far yeah um and then it was like Goldilocks where Ellie was on literally the thinnest mat possible Sophie was on like a slight like a yoga mat and then yeah. I was on a blow-up air mattress of course <laughs> taking up all the space so that was also why I was quite close to me because I was just so close to the top of the tent because <laughs> I was the... so high oh, up God. <laughs> yeah but comfy though so com- I didn't regret it no and then also I, I did move to the middle of the tent and then I had a lovely time to be honest you just got because then I got, I got, I got the full protection. height full height protection either side comfy mattress yeah God, you've got nice friends. I've got such God. nice friends. How? How? Um, would There's you... got to be one bitch in the group. Yeah. So you did. You did. You were okay with staying with camping. I was okay because it was only like two nights. It didn't really rain. We had good weather. That's I think that makes crucial. such a difference. Yeah. And I, I was with really camping. Um, 
Um, yeah, like just like camping experts. Experts. And like, you know, Ellie, Ellie's got it all. She's got a like uh, sofa you just release into the wind and it just blows up. I didn't actually buy her that. And she says it's like one of the best birthday presents she ever got. So. Wow. Um, so we were like pretty set up. Yeah. I feel like if you go with people who know what they're doing, it's okay. It's so like much my housemate yesterday, she took battery fairy lights. I was like, why are you interior designing your tent? Yeah. And she was like, no, it's so at night we have lights. They like put them around inside their tent. So then at night, instead of like just torch? falling around in the dark or using your phone torch, yeah. they just turn the fairy lights on. Oh, and it's ambience, ambient lighting. lights. Smart. You can see everything. That's I was really like, smart. so I think if you go with people who know what they're doing, yeah. it can be okay. Yeah. Yeah. At 17, Rosa and I had no clue what no. we were doing. I, I think I would put in my survival kit, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> we can't put people in the kit. No, I think she'd be really good. Um, Maybe she could write you like a guide and we put the guide in the kit. I have sometimes asked her being like, I kind of want you to take me on like my worst possible holiday ever just for the like content. <laughs> I'm like, if I ever, if I ever get like... Imagine being the person that someone goes to to be like, you could take me on my worst holiday ever. <laughs> we just so often... How do you have such nice friends? So often she tells a story and I'm like, how are we friends? Yeah. She literally will just like go wild camp in a puddle and be like, it was the best weekend of my life. Oh God. And I'm like, it just can't be. Yeah. I don't see how. I don't see how. She loves like going swimming in wild bodies of water as well. I actually don't. I think that's fun. I think what? that's nice. Yeah. But I don't leeches. mind that. Yeah, but it depends where you go. No. <laughs> no. You know, there's swimming pools exist. Yeah. Chlorine. Leisure yeah. centres. Yeah. Actually, they're probably gross as exactly. well. Exactly. So much. They've got to be 90% piss. 100%. Yeah. But the, there's chlorine. I think the sea is also 90% piss. Yeah, but it's different when it's fish, isn't it? It's different. I didn't it's say it was fish. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Big swig. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So... My story, mm-hmm. I'd say it's a bit of a short one this Ooh, week. Okay. But I've also done some around the topic research as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, I wanted to do it because I remember seeing it online. Really clearly. Live? Like, no, oh. a like viral video. Oh, okay. I really remember it. And as soon as we got this podcast, I was like, I want to find out that full story. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, it's January 2012. Okay, the year of Angelina Jolie's thigh. Um, oh, yeah. Adele is setting fire to the rain. Tune. And teenage Abby Clark is on the family home computer. <laughs> she sees a video on Facebook. Title. Bungee cord snaps above crocodile infested waters. Oh. Bam, bam, bam. God. So, would you like some bungee jumping statistics, Julia? I'd love them. I'd love them. I'd love a little, like, statistics jingle. I don't know. Do, 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 do. You know? That would go well with our Wild West theme. <laughs> no, no. We're, Suddenly we're a game we're show. We're going into, like, daytime TV now. Oh, okay. Let's find out. Or, like, you know when Bake Off was on BBC and they were like, let's go back to the history. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bungee jumping death statistics. Oh, lovely. We're starting cheery yeah, then. You, keep it light. Yeah. Cheery music. Okay. Okay, so bungee jumping death statistics report a 1 in 500,000 chance of fatality. That's actually higher than I thought. Oh, really? Yeah. Just got kicked in the head by a barbie. (laughs) Steady on. What the statistics are that happening? Um, Sorry. We, We have a park ranger barbie as part of our set um i she i does not like i i think that that is is too much chance do you well if we is that because you think of yourself as one in a million always <laughs> um but i think just thinking back to the lightning episode mm. the fact that yeah you're less likely to get hit by lightning more. i thought you'd be more likely to hit oh, by I lightning see than die on a bungee jump yeah in the uk it was, i guess it depends on location as well because you yeah. said in the in the um lightning one it was like fifth one in fifteen thousand or something that was in, in america, america. yeah, yeah. so i imagine in new zealand also maybe the your one in five hundred thousand is probably only for the people bungee jumping which is a smaller group of people yes anyway um, from 1986 to 2002, there were 18 recorded deaths. And from 2015 to 2018, so in just four years, there were five. Oof. Which is too many. Yeah. Um, the article I read couldn't find anything between 2002 and 2015, but noted that these are only recorded deaths, so there could be ones that went unreported. Yeah. Um, but if you take those fatalities and the years they spread across, that equates to 23 deaths in 20 years, meaning there's around 1.15 1. 
bungee jumping deaths per year mm. on average. Um, I did get those stats from a website called Outdoorsaurus, though. <laughs> so really, who knows? I mean, I think we can trust Outdoorsaurus. Uh, <laughs> Outdoorsaurus. We can trust anyone. A trusted scientist in their yeah. field. Um, this podcast is not for cold hard facts. <laughs> Okay. But every week you try. <laughs> every week I give it God a bless go. bless you for that. Um, it is a podcast, though, to make you feel less anxious, which I feel like I haven't achieved there. So let's compare those odds to other sports. Okay. It's real fact-heavy up top, this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell You've I needed the some filler? <laughs> okay. Give me a sport, Julia, and I'll tell you if it's on my list. Badminton. Don't be silly. Um, okay, curling. Let's cut all the ones she gets wrong out. Like, uh, let's okay. pretend she gets uh, it first time. Tennis. No. Football. I can give you American football. Go for it. Okay. American football, one in 50,000. Sorry, I've lost track. What is it? Oh, people dying <laughs> so bungee, playing this. Yeah, so you're Are we like... counting bungee jumping as a sport? Well, it's an extreme sport, I think. Oh, okay. Technically, it's yeah. an outdoorsy activity. I'm just thinking, can you get better at it? Surely it's like you just you can you get submit. heavier. Okay, yeah, maybe you more can of go, a bounce. You can go deeper. You can always go deeper. So yeah. Um, uh, okay, so playing American football is one in one in fifty thousand. Bungee jumping one in five hundred thousand. So okay. you're more likely to die playing American football. Thank you. You're for also clarifying that. Uh, boxing one in two thousand two hundred really likely to die during boxing yeah th- this is not surprising to me you're literally get having the shit beaten out of you oh do you want to know hang gliding please one in 560 oh actually yeah no that's terrifying yeah that is ter- do you plan on going hang gliding see i think would you would you rather go hang gliding or bungee jumping not oh hang gliding oh yeah yeah you're absolutely that's right the thing. i think yeah, i yeah, would have yeah. chosen hang gliding yeah but now yeah. Um, Sign us up to the bungee jump. Yeah. Swimming, one in a million. Good. That's my kind of sport. Yeah, same. That's my sport of choice. Nice. I wonder about uh, breaststroke without getting your hair wet. (laughs) I think you're fine. That's my one of choice. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody has died doing that. So do you feel less anxious? Good. Let's move on with the tale. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the woman in that notorious Facebook video. Yes. Erin Langworthy. Okay. Erin uh, Langworthy was from Australia. She was 22 years old, just finished uni and looking to travel. Uh, she wanted to go to Europe, but remembered it's pretty cold here. So decided to travel somewhere warmer. Good choice. Mm. Um, she started with two weeks in Egypt and then headed down to Zambia from Malawi. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> where she planned to start a safari. Safari. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that you got Malawi right, but safari wrong. (laughs) I hate this. I hate everything. Why did I choose to do audio first something? Okay. (laughs) From Malawi, where she planned to start a safari. Um, She was traveling alone, but as part of a tour group. And as part of that tour group, they were offered extra activities at each location they stopped off at. Um, The activities offered when they reached the Zambezi River um, at Victoria Falls were whitewater rafting in the morning and in the afternoon, bungee jumping. 
uh, Erin had never been bungee jumping, but it sounded incredible. Yeah. Um, jumping from a bridge 111 meters over a gorge with the thundering falls behind you. Uh, not everyone was game enough to jump, but 14 did it successfully from her group. And then Erin was last. And in total, the 105th person to jump that day. Okay. So loads of people. That means 104 people had gone down and come back up before her. Thank you. Just that day. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for making that clear. She was the 105th, so it means so, 104 people had gone before so how, her. So how bungee jumping works, do you <laughs> yeah. hear, is they go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they bounce back up. Right. And okay. land on their feet. Yeah. And finish. Okay. Um, and 104 people. Is that clear? 104 of them. 104 people had so done she that. she was 105. She was the 105th, yes. Okay, I see. It's tricky. Thank you. But thanks. I I thought I'd clarify. Um, She was nervous, but not worried, right? The company did this every day. What's the worst that could happen? Mm. Like, uh, she stood on the platform, looked at her ankles, which had been strapped together, and worried aloud that her feet would slip out. Lol, banter. Um, Someone reassured her that that would be the last thing to happen, and she prepared to jump. The view was astonishing. Wait, sorry, I'm still thinking about the feet. Yeah. Were they, because they had done it loosely, too loose for her liking? No, no, just like... She has very small feet. The bungee cord is attached to like a strap that goes around her feet. Yeah. Binds her feet together. Yeah. So like... She's worried that the, she'll get, the the cord will pull up and her feet will slip out. Yeah. Yeah. But they're... I'd worry about that too. But they said to her like, that's... The last that doesn't thing. happen. No, that doesn't happen. Don't you want to worry about the crocodiles underneath. Yeah, basically. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Tell me if this ruins it. But the crocodiles. Yeah. Have the hundred and four people? Have they always been there? Is this like a? Yeah, but like obviously you're not really meant to end up in the water. Right. Okay. So it shouldn't matter. I think it still matters. I don't think they're actually like coming close to the water. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like they're just bungee jumping over a waterfall. That happens to have crocodiles in it. Yeah, well, they're in a, still... they're in a place where crocodiles are in a lot of bodies of water. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, what's another? What's yeah? Couple of crocodiles. I think that would put me off. Even if I was like, oh, I don't want to bungee jump anyway. But if I was going okay, to, okay, where's your choice of bungee jumping? No, location? I don't want. Oh, somewhere like where the ground is not going to then eat me. You'd bungee jump over the ground. Uh, well, obviously, like... Oh, Julia, you have so much to learn. A ball pit, maybe. A ball pit? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you know those, um, you know those, uh, trampoline places, and you can, like, trampoline into, like, big foam... You want to go into a foam... Like a, what's it called? There's one in Bristol. Pit. Foam pit. Yeah, that's what I want to bungee jump over. Okay. Yeah. A swimming pool? Something just, just I just, I would like no crocodiles. Yeah, that's please. fair enough. Thank you. I think you're allowed to Thanks. request that. Back to Erin, <laughs> who is stood on a bridge, 111 meters above water, with beautiful waterfall. The, the view astonishing. Ugh, um, but she did think, what am I doing, throwing myself off a perfectly good bridge? I'm Which with you, Erin. Like, that's a Stenton thought. That is, oh yeah, 100. That is straight from the Julia Stenton <laughs> yeah. book of thoughts. Yeah. Um, then the cameraman, so like, you know, they film bungee jumping quite often. It's like part okay, of the experience. Yeah. They'll film, film you it get for a little you. video. Yeah, like a roller coaster. That's nice. Yeah. Um, like the cameraman comes up to her and said, any last words? 
And she thought, hang on, what if something does go wrong? Yeah, but to be fair, that caravan has said that 105 yeah, yeah, times yeah, yeah. that day. Yeah, it's like when you go on like the Saw ride and you're like, yeah. would you want to play a game? Yeah. You know, no one's expecting anyone to actually get hurt. Um, she shook the thought, though, spread her arms and it was, in my words, shoved forwards by an employee. I'd um, have to be shoved in that in that instance. Yeah. I'd be on that platform for days otherwise if I wasn't getting shoved. Yeah. Um, but it was all fine. She jumped, bounced back up and uploaded the video for four friends to like. Oh. Of course not. The next few moments we all saw on Facebook from the point of view of her friend filming on her phone. Um, caught up in the moment, like I said, Erin spreads her arms um, and is pushed and swan dies to Ooh. the river below. She says everything rushed by her in a blur of blue and green and it was amazing. But after just a few seconds, she felt a jolt across her chest. And it seemed as if she'd slowed down for a second. Then she sped up. Instinctively, she brought her arms up above her head, locking her hands together. And then she felt herself hit the water. (sighs) That's when she realised something had gone wrong. Now, what she did was correct. Um, Obviously, I have googled how to survive a bungee jump. (laughs) Just in case. Good to know. You know, I might. Never know. Yeah. Um, And so jumping over water is your best chance. Oh, oh, really? If something goes wrong, survival, your best chance is I jumping still over think, water. I still think ball pit. I I'm really pit. disagree. <laughs> okay. I feel like at speed from a height, those balls would become quite solid. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um... That's like you're definitely gonna break your neck in a ball pit, Julia. A deep one, I'm thinking, like a really deep one. Yeah, but you're still gonna just hit them, and it's gonna <laughs> your neck. It's gonna that's one heck of a. Crick. I mean, until until Can the experiments have to been my done. Hard research. Sorry, go on. Tell me your hard from research. From outdoors. <laughs> tell me your hard research, and I'll dodge your spit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so jumping over water is your best chance. If you have jumped and the rope snaps at the point of where like it's most under pressure at that bouncy bit Mm. um you'll have to act quickly as you only have around two seconds to prepare yourself for impact with the water but also if the bungee cord is still attached and breaks at that rebound point which sounds like what happened to erin um it will have slowed you to like almost a stop and make it a relatively safe entry okay um if the cord is not attached or comes loose during your fall, the impact will be much more severe. Yeah. So really the cord snapping is, this- is better than like you you falling out of it or not being attached at all. I did see a story where someone just wasn't attached at all. Oh, don't. So they just... It's, on not, the floor. It's, it's not a survival, so I don't know if I'm oh. allowed to tell it. <laughs> then I don't want to hear it. But basically, they gave the okay signal to her boyfriend. She, in a moment of just like, you know, and you just don't fully think, just saw the okay signal and jump, and they hadn't strapped her in. Why was the okay signal given? Because her boyfriend was strapped in. He was ahead of her. <gasps> so they were like, yep. And then she jumped. Oh, Horrifying. That's bad. So, filming from above, everyone on the bridge realises something has gone wrong sooner than Erin because they watch the cord snap. Yeah. So in the video, you see the cord <gasps> bounce back up without her. 
Um, she fell for four seconds after the rope snapped, a distance of up to 40 meters. And if it had been over land, she'd have been dead. I think also probably a bullpit. I disagree. I still, uh, let's do the experiment. Hey, do you want to try it? Do you want to try? Sure. Put yourself up. Build me a bullpit big enough. Let's do it. Live show. Julia dies into <laughs> a bullpit. Fine. Yeah, I'll do it. Edinburgh Fringe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die every day at Edinburgh Fringe anyway. Might as well do it in a bullpit. What, a, <laughs> what an end to it. We'll save it till the last day just in case. Okay. Um... So, yeah. Though everyone on the bridge obviously has no idea that she's not dead yet. Okay. They've just seen her plummet into the water. Yeah. Luckily, it had rained and the river below was full and flowing. Good. Unfortunately, like I said, it was also full of crocodiles. Okay. Back to Erin. Yes. Erin opens her eyes underwater. Uh, All she can see is murky brown bubbles. She said it was like being in a washing machine, not knowing where you were, but she saw the bubbles were going upwards. So with ankles still tied (gasps) together, she followed the bubbles upwards. Um, She had seen crocodiles. She can't even kick. She's like dolphin Yeah. Have you watched the mermaid documentary on Netflix? Yes. Oh Oh my my God. Obsessed. How funny is it when she's like the landlocked one and she's like driving to the kids' party and then her oh tail God, breaks. Yeah. And she's like, the kids can't see me. And then the, kids can't the, see kid, my the tail. kid looks through the um through the window and she's like, She looks pretty stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I really thought I wasn't gonna and then I got so into oh, it. So did I. And now my whole for you page or like algorithm is just showing me mermaids. I had no videos. idea it was a thing. No. I really didn't. I mean, I don't think it is here. No, I think it's no. quite an American thing. Yeah. Yeah. Big business, apparently. Anyway, big recommendation, mermaid documentary on Netflix. Mm. Okay. So she's mermaiding. Um, yeah. She had seen crocodiles in the water in the morning um, when she went white water rafting. But she's rafting with the crocodiles too. <laughs> I think the crocodile. They're just... Why? Right, Abby, mm. why are you downplaying this crocodile thing so much? You're acting like you swim with crocodiles. No, because uh, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay, sorry. But they they do leave Abby. Oh, okay. Amazingly. Wow. That's so lucky. But I'm mentioning them because obviously, in the moment for her. Yeah. It's like any moment. I'm shitting my pants for her. Could, could. But that's why I'm being a bit chill because I'm like, they don't They don't actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. They don't actually bug right. her. Okay. But they are in those waters. Yeah. So in your head, you're going to be freaking yeah. out. But she was She tried, She tried. was like, I can't think about that right now. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. At the moment, I've just got to focus on getting to the surface of the water. Um, as I said, you see in the video, the bungee cord snapped. You see in the video that it snaps near the top. Um, so she still has about 30 meters of cord attached to her and trailing behind. I bet that's heavy too. Mm -hmm. Um, she gets about a meter below the surface when she stops, she can't move any further. The cord's gotten stuck. (gasps) So as she runs out of oxygen, her lungs are on fire and she, um, and her vision starts to blacken around the edges she could see the surface, but oh just couldn't get there. That's horrible. Horrifying. So that's when she has to make the decision um, that she needs to turn herself around and swim back down. So she does. She swims to the end of the 30 meter cord, 
still attached to her and yanks on it until it comes free. Um, She reaches the surface, but it's still a struggle to stay above water because her legs are heavy and she's in a lot of pain. She feels like she's been smacked all over and her lungs in particular are in pain and she's struggling to breathe. Then she hears a roar and realises she is approaching rapids. Oh my God, throw a rapid in. Okay. <laughs> That's just your sure. saying. This is ridiculous. You're like, throw it in. <sighs> um, luckily, like I said, she had been white water rafting that morning. So she remembered some safety tips. Okay. She was pulled down river though and underwater into whirlpools um, until eventually she managed to wedge her arm between two slimy rocks near the side of the river. And all she thought about was clinging on. How is she? So the so the the rope. Yeah, she's just holding on to that, is she, to keep it? No, it's from just trailing getting, behind. It's just trailing behind. It's just trailing oh behind. God. Her feet are tied. The whole time you'd be like, "This is gonna get caught again." Yeah, and crocodiles. And cro- oh yeah, and crocodiles. But she wedges her arm between two rocks. Yeah, she's in the water for forty minutes. Oh my god! Before any help comes. The first person to reach her is a guy from the bungee company. He grabs her harness and gets her out of the water, giving her his shirt, because now she's shivering. Oh, what a guy. (laughs) So shivering. Oh my God, you're that? What a gentleman. (laughs) Stop it. Um, Now lacking in trust for these people, she gets herself into the recovery position. Love it. Love that. Wow. She was like, take your shirt and shove it. Yeah. I'm getting in the recovery position. Um, she starts throwing up water from her lungs. Her body is purple with bruises from the impact. And then she starts coughing up blood. Ooh. So internal injuries are good. a worry. Um, she's exhausted and struggles to process what's just happened. The paramedics then get lost. Surely there should be like, okay, we're doing extreme sports <laughs> in this place. There should be like a a, a a quick route for any paramedics. They should know this place. I think the whole point is like it's in the middle of nowhere. You're in nature. In the Don't waterfalls. do it in the middle of nowhere then. Do it, do, it some, do it near a city. Do it where there's paramedics nearby or have one there. Do you know what I would have done actually? Mm. Is I would have had somebody just standing at the bottom, just in case. What, in the crocodile invested water? No, like on the bank. Just I volunteer as tribute? No. Oh, someone down there. Somebody just, somebody, give them a little hut, make them a little safety. I mean, to be fair, it's never happened before. Yeah. This is the first time. Okay. So I guess they're not expecting that to happen. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the paramedics get lost. To make matters worse, it gets worse, uh, she's ended up on the other side of the river to where they started, which is the Zimbabwean side without her passport. So she's now essentially an illegal immigrant. Just to top what? it off. Well, there's a, there's a, what are they called? Border force control person <laughs> yeah, on the bank. Yeah, they're like, get back in the yeah. fucking water. <laughs> um, so she jumped at 5.30 p.m., she didn't get to hospital in Victoria Falls until 11 p.m. Oh, my God. Uh, that's five and a half hours later. Just and she's in coughing case. up blood. Sure. Yeah, a bit of blood, struggling to breathe. <sighs> Illegal immigrant. Oh, my God. The huge. What an ordeal. She's put on a ventilator, x-rayed, given an ultrasound, 
and sees a lung specialist. She's then given a large dose of antibiotics because the doctors are worried of how much dirty water she's ingested. Yeah. Amazingly, the x-rays showed no broken bones. That's outrageous. But her lungs had partially collapsed. That was kind of her only injury, other than like really bruised, few so scars. So why is she coughing up blood? Is that to do with her lungs? I guess so. Oh, okay. Um, or, I don't know, maybe she just had a nosebleed that morning. And she's coughing it up. I cough up blood when I've had a nosebleed. Do you? Yeah, I, I was really intentionally thinking about it at school. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, guys, I have the plague. <laughs> but actually, I just swallowed a nosebleed. Oh, I'm really prone to them. Are you? Just another little cool quirk about me. So sexy. I had a nosebleed once in a biology exam at A-level and it was on a question about blood. So really, it was just extra credit. I was like, here's a sample. Can you have them at will? No, no, I was just stressed. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was a big exam. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So amazingly, no broken bones, but lungs were partially collapsed. The people from the bungee company visited her in hospital, very apologetic and astounded she'd survived. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I bet they were like, thank fuck. Imagine. Um, That's their insurance going up. Yeah. Then, because facilities at this hospital are basic, basic, they were just like all like, (laughs) oh, lattes. Everyone's into Clean girls, that <laughs> Molly Mays, you know? Yeah, yeah. Basic. Sure. Um, she's flown to South Africa, where there are just like a lot more hip, mm-hmm. kind of edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into alt music. Yeah. Um, with friends she'd met traveling, bringing her belongings, and finally her passport, uh, so she could travel. Mm. She called her mum, and she brought a plane ticket. Tricket? <laughs> She called her mum and she bought a plane ticket straight away. Um, Erin had sent a postcard the day before saying, I'm doing a bungee jump tomorrow, so I'll say goodbye, dot, dot, dot. Only joking. Which she now keeps on the fridge. Yeah. I feel like that's what I'd say to my parents. Yeah. I always like... You know what? You wouldn't because there's no way you're doing a bungee jump. No. But I would, I, I love to make a, <laughs> I might die joke. Yeah. And then I'm always worried I've jinxed it. <laughs> um, after only a week, she's out of hospital. Oh, she's got no broken bones. Yeah. She's out they of just hospital. puff up those lungs. She's good to go. Basically, they just had to fix up the lungs. Um, one week in hospital and then she's appearing on Good Morning America. Um, yes. With her Do friend. that circuit. I would be <laughs> all over it. She was on the press tour. Yes. All over it. Imagine if TikTok had existed should be made um yeah she's on good morning america with her friend who filmed the video seemingly quite entertained by her ordeal (laughs) that'd be me (laughs) she was literally just like yeah it's just kind of crazy like what the hell she's got a sweet deal with a friend doesn't she no danger her life is not in peril (laughs) oh no no erin was like quite like erin was yeah oh okay i think she was kind of like and her friend's emotionally scarred from Yeah, it. the one who watched it she, was just a, like silently sat next to her like... Just a quivering wreck. <laughs> Baron's like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Want to see the postcard I sent my mom? <laughs> Lol banter. Um, yeah, she then is able to go home um, after only two weeks. So, you know, hospital one week, press tour the next. Yeah. Back home with mum. Yeah, on the um, this morning couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she also does a video campaign for her travel insurance supplier. 
get the dollar make the bank do you know what that's that is very savvy marketing isn't so it so savvy yeah i want that travel insurance whatever she had but at the time like she went fully viral like it wow. wasn't the time where you had like tiktok and instagram as much yeah but like face facebook youtube bbc yeah. news page she was big, the old, top of the page. Old school viral, BBC yeah, yeah. News page. Old school viral, yeah. but everyone had seen this video. I remember it so clearly. I can't believe I haven't seen it. We can watch it later. Yeah, can we? Because yeah. it's really not that scarring, because she's fine. Yeah. Um, I Whenever I see a video like that, first of all, I have to check they don't die. I can't yeah. watch it if someone dies. Yeah. Um, then I have to watch it on mute to just check how horrifying mm. it is, because I don't want to hear the like gasps or shouts or yeah. anything and then if the video is quite basic i then watch it with full volume right <laughs> just, just think of the think just of talking the videos you're missing process. out on no i think i'm good okay and uh, then but then you just get people like producer neil to explain to you in depth that's the videos actually, that you're too cowardly ide- to watch that's my ideal situation actually so i can't watch horror films i just read their synopsis on imdb yeah i think you told me that yeah because i do like to know what happens i have that like Mm. morbid curiosity but i don't want to have to experience it or see it or hear it right that's too much but i do still want someone to just tell me yeah weird that you can be bothered that should be a service maybe that's the next podcast you just Just reading describing scary films because like the sound is what makes it so scary yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the music and the tension and, yeah. you know, them not... Sh- Whereas, like, just reading it is okay. But I'd argue, don't watch scary films. Like, maybe scary films I don't watch. I just read them. Yeah. Sh- yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you need? A scary book. Have you heard of a book? Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> They're too long. <laughs> uh, yeah. Erin's mum is adamant Erin will never do another bungee jump. But Erin, not so sure. Don't write it off. Cannot tell you how um flippant she was about this whole thing what are the chances of it having happening twice well let's ask roy sullivan (laughs) yeah true (laughs) um yeah but also i think if you've been through it and all you came away with was partially Mm. collapsed lung no broken bones you probably are a bit more chill about it may i you've been through the worst case scenario and you were fine yeah maybe next time you do it Mm. consider instead of doing it over a large body of water with crocodiles a ball pit. <sighs> okay. Erin said. <laughs> That's my next business. I'm starting it. I'm doing it. It's so, hor- so horrifyingly it. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> ball pits are so germy as well. Ball pits are gross. Absolutely not. Oh my God. Erin said she's a positive person and so was never angry about what happened. I feel like easier to not be angry when you didn't get that hurt. Um, but what was the settlement? What are we talking? How much? That- not actually mentioned anywhere. I don't think she sued. What? That is Erin. mad, isn't it? Erin. Come on. I mean, she did the thing for the insurance company. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but still. No, yeah, get the... Oh, what are you doing? I mean, calling those lawyers as soon as the... That's so rope true. Was off my legs. Yeah. Well, she said she's a positive person. She was never angry about what happened. She said around 50,000 people jump from that spot every year. So it was pure chance that the rope snapped on me. Just wear and tear. I don't feel like we should accept just guy? wear and tear no. No, as no. a reason. I, don't I want a fresh... If I was ever going to do this, I want everything new. I want new rope. No, new I wouldn't buckles. want new. I would want, like, I'm the fifth person. Okay, yeah. You know? I'd be, yeah. I'd be do, happy, a, do a I'd few testers. Second, send you down first. 
I'll be next. Well, I'm absolutely not going first. And then <laughs> was then Neil down first, <laughs> then you, then me. Loud drop first, like space. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> oh. He doesn't even know. That was so off brand oh. for me. I know. <laughs> I'll protect you, loud drop. He's teething. I've gone off him. Um... <laughs> Such a fair weather supporter of Loudrop, aren't you? <laughs> Look, just since his haircut, he gets away with less in my books. I won't hear it. I won't hear it. There was a really good comment on our Instagram saying that he looked like the before and after of oh, like, saw- <laughs> an Australian outback survivor. No, and I was just like, this is actually just another picture of Mickey McKay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so accurate. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah. She also, sorry. So she said, yeah, just wearing her pure chance and they've now introduced measures to ensure it doesn't happen again what a lovely person very lovely i am she was really chill about it yeah i have nothing in common with this woman like i wouldn't do the jump and if i did and that happened i'd be livid i'd be calling everybody i'd be doing the press tour i'd be completely slagging them off i'd be ringing the lawyers you'd use it to launch your bullpit company oh big time (laughs) big time i think it's like I think she saw it as a life experience. She went viral. She got on the no, telly. I, good for her. She probably got a few nice days out out of it. A bit of catering. Yeah. No, may, I, maybe a taxi to and from the interview. Yeah. Makeup. I she was very well looked after. And then maybe once she realised, oh, I could have got money. It was just a bit too late. Maybe she's got distracted. <laughs> Where is she now? No, I think people like that, they just, they do well in life, don't they? Because they're so not like... If you're a nice, so nice, if you're a nice person, I feel like you get rewarded for being nice. Maybe. I bet she's got a lovely career, nice family, like. Yeah, I couldn't actually find much on her since. Yeah, see, she's underground. She was a flash in the pan. Oh, but she's loving life. It hasn't happened since. At that. At all. No, at that site. Oh, okay. However, it I'm did a- happen <laughs> again this year, 2023. No. In January, in Thailand. And the footage of the terrifying ordeal, once again, went viral. Because we're all sadistic freaks. You know what? I'd watch that video. Well, you can. You can watch them all. Um, Yeah. Went viral as 39-year-old tourist Mike from Hong Kong went public with his story. He took a swan dive off of a 10-story high podium in front of his friends who were there with him at an adventure park. Do you know the name of that adventure park? Is there... I just want to know which one to avoid. Yeah, of course. Of course you do. Look, there was no pronunciation anywhere on the internet, and I'm not going to attempt it. Give it a go. Is it not pronunciation? (laughs) (laughs) Neil, if you're going to cut in with sass like that, get yourself a fucking mic, all right? For those of you, if you couldn't hear that, producer Neil just corrected the way that Abby said pronunciation. Uh, and the fact that she can't say pronunciation bodes incredibly well for the how she's going to attempt to say. I'm not attempting it. I can take the first word, Chang Tai. Okay, fine. So Mike, he's he's at this at Safari Adventure Park in Thailand. Uh, he originally had just gone to the park to try out the firing range. Oh, okay. but um, plucked up the courage to do the bungee jump after his friends dared him. Oh, stop God. daring as an adult. Grow up. Thirty nine is too old to be doing dares. He's like, oh, I dare you to bungee jump, and then after, let's do a prank call. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So the bungee jump, sorry, no, the bungee cord snapped milliseconds before Mike neared the bottom of his jump. But like we've learned, that's a good time for it to happen. Yeah. Um, slamming him into the water below. He didn't manage to enter the water hands first um, as he landed on his left side. And so his injuries were most serious there. Much like Erin, Mike told CNN it was, so he did the press tour as well. Um, you've got to, you've got to do the press tour. I mean, tour. if it happens, you've got to take advantage of it. Yeah. It was as if someone just beat me up real bad, recounting how he was left covered in bruises. Should have fallen into a ball pit, Mike. That's where you went wrong. <laughs> Scared by the height, he had closed his eyes, planning to open them when he bounced back up, but he realised the cord had snapped when he opened his eyes and he was surrounded by water. Luckily for Mike, staff got him out much quicker than Erin, uh, and they refunded him the cost of the jump. Real nice of them. They're like, don't worry, mate, it's on us. That makes me want to sue you more. And they paid for the x ray and ultrasound scans. The very least they can do. In Thailand. Uh, I think I said ultrasound. Ultrasound. I'll just call myself out on it before someone else does. I, I then wanted to find out if I could find any more bungee jump survivors, just while I'm on the topic. Why not? Um, and I actually found one where they hadn't been jumping over water. Great. Okay. So I feel like this is going to tell you... Well, actually, okay, so it wasn't a ball pit. It was more of a, like, bouncy castle. Okay. Like, big blow-up pillow. This is one of them. fine. I'd be I'd be Ooh. up for this. Well, wait, because this is okay. actually the worst one, I'd say. Okay. Uh, once again, there's a video. I haven't watched this one because it sounds nastier. Um, but pictures do show him midair. The incident happened in a park in Poland where a 39-year-old local man was hoisted 100 metres into the air on a platform via a crane. Once he reaches the required height, he psychs himself up before launching himself off the platform. But when the cord begins to pull tight, the rope snaps off the straps attached to his ankles. Mm. So the cord doesn't snap. It's like detaches yeah um and he free falls at full speed fortunately there was a large air cushion underneath where he was jumping which he initially landed on but then bounced off <sighs> so that's why that is not better than water onto the grass onto ground oh um on arrival at hospital he was diagnosed as having snapped a vertebra and other injuries including multiple internal organs mm. but Although the spine itself broke, the spinal cord was not damaged, and so he was not paralysed and he recovered. Oh, God. So, I guess the moral of the story, or the three stories, is don't sign a waiver. And if you're going to bungee jump, jump over water. Or a ball pit. (laughs) Until proven (laughs) otherwise. Um, And that is mainly the story of Erin Langworthy. Wow. um, With a couple of others. Just thrown in. Um, what are you picking from that story? That's quite tricky. There wasn't any like particular objects. No. A new rope, brand new rope. If I'm bungee jumping, I want a brand new, <laughs> brand new rope. Um, uh, what else can I take from that? I think her decision to turn around and, and free herself. Yeah. Scissors. She could have cut... No, it's quite a thick cord. Yeah. It? I think... What... It, like... I don't know. It's a bit Street conceptual. Street smart. Lang- <laughs> yanking that. Just deciding to get... Because I definitely would have just continued to swim, like, 
on a tether. Would you? I don't think I think, you would. I, think I would have like tried to, to get it un, unstuck. Stuck. Especially if you can see the the decision to turn around away from yeah. the surface is mad. But that reminded me of the like Jennifer Morey decision of whether to go out from the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. It's like you just have to make those decisions yeah. in those situations. So I, I guess... I don't know. Whatever it was, whatever compelled her to do that, to think logically. Maybe staying cool under pressure. A ball pit? We're not doing <laughs> a ball pit. You have no grounds. A little crocodile? Um, I think a new rope. It's a tricky one this week. Mm. I'm going to give that to you. I'm going new rope then. New rope? New rope. Right, you ready for a listener story? <laughs> I'm so ready. Okay. I'm, can I just say I'm in a perfect position right now. I'm petting a Lyle Drop's head. Oh, um, dreaming. He's just leant up against me and I'm about to hear some listener stories and I'm just, I'm living the dream. You are. You really are. Thank you everyone for making this happen. Okay. This is a great one. Okay. So strap in. Okay. Hi guys. Hi. Love the podcast. It's so good. Aww. That's nice, isn't it? That's very nice. Anyways, I have the worst case scenario story for you. Oh my God, exciting. I was on holiday in British Columbia, Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful area of the world with stunning mountains and gorge- gorgeous coastlines. I agree. I've been. It's, my I my brother lives in travel. Vancouver. Oh. Your brother lives in Vancouver? Yeah. How did I not know that? I don't know. You've actually travelled quite a lot. You lived in Australia. I did, yeah. No bungee jumps for me, though. Uh, no. I stayed very much indoors. Um, did you ever see a spider? Oh, I got bitten by one. Fuck off! What? Yeah. Did I not tell you this? How do I not know it this? Was, it wasn't like a bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah, but how do you know in Australia? So I was actually being quite adventurous for me. Um, we were staying at uh, they call it like a shack, but actually it's like a lovely house on the river. Um, <laughs> but like Australians <laughs> like to make everything sound a bit shit. Right. Um, so we're staying in this uh, like family friend shack, and um, we were on a boat, and they, they had like this big biscuit it's like a blow up uh disc and then you hang on and then the person driving the boat just drives oh yeah like yeah they look fun yeah, so fun if you're not scared of water yeah so we and i had a um uh life jacket we all had life jackets on like little oh life God, jackets i'm so stressed is it and in then your I life took, jacket i took and then at the end of the day we had a great time i was like oh no, really no, 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 i no. knee boarded for the first time that's quite good <laughs> That's, what the fuck is kneeboarding? I think it's called kneeboarding. Where you like, it's like you get a board. You kneel on you it. You kneel on it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's surfing. You did it wrong. <laughs> um, it was so much fun. I had such a good time. Anyway, so then at the end of the day, I take my um, life jacket off. Uh-huh. And I was like having a shower, getting changed. And then I noticed that like under my, on my rib, I have like two puncture marks. And I said to Pete, I was like, what, what is this? And he was like, Oh, it looks like you've been bitten by a spider. And I was like, are you fucking serious? What? Oh, are you sure he's not fucking lost with you? My... No, it was... Are you sure the... you didn't have a buckle that just dug in over the day and he's like, oh, spider it was, bite? It beca- well, no, because it went really dry and gross uh, and was really itchy. How big like was a bite. it? It wasn't like, it wasn't like a vampire, <laughs> but it was, it was like, um, like tiny, like two tiny little puncture holes. But if you obviously, then but also before if it doesn't death, fall off, what? they're like it was fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I'm so much of a 
panicker that actually I it was good that that everybody around me wasn't panicking because then it made me no, because otherwise panic. Well, I'm glad that you weren't there then oh because God, otherwise yeah. I would have absolutely panicked. But like, if that happens to me and you know I'm safe, don't tell me it was a spider. Only tell me it was a spider if there's something to worry about. Otherwise, be like, oh, it's nothing. Probably just bumped into something. <laughs> so, so he made a dent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it I'm, was. It was I'm, all fine. I'm not finding it. I'm horrified. Okay. Well, thanks. I guess. Wow. Yeah. I totally forgot about that until just. I can't now. believe you've been bitten by a spider. Yeah. I, I also like don't bitten. know what it what, what what spider it was or anything. But it it all all it did was get dry and a bit scaly and like itchy. But that was it. If you know what spider that was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> write in and let me know. People are like, that's actually the deadliest spider in Australia. Say, it just yeah. takes forty years to happen. Yeah. And then it's the most painful death possible. <laughs> yeah. You're a ticking time You've bomb. Got a couple of years left. Maybe you're Spider Man. Oh my god! Imagine. I'd be so boring if I was Spider Man. Spider Gwen. I would just use it to like get the remote. You know the like spider the yeah. spider web that shoots out. I would just make my life slightly less annoying in that way. A bit more convenient. Anyway, you're so much fun. <laughs> thanks. Um, right. So we're in British Columbia. We're on <laughs> <Yeah>. holiday. <laughs> Uh, I was staying up in a mountainous area with plenty of forests. Perfect for hiking. No. A big pastime of yours. <laughs> Perfect hiking. Not the, You're same. Gonna love Not the, next... the same sentence. You're going to love the next one. Okay. Uh, I knew it was an area with bears. <laughs> I actually am. I'm on board. Here we go. I love a bear. And was regularly reminded of this by notice boards, warning signs, etc. Oh my God, I saw a video online recently that someone had put a pond in their garden and then a bear just started coming and bathing in it. Oh, <laughs> it was like he barely fit in the pond. His feet were like out and he was just like relaxing nice. like a hot tub. That's funny. I love a bear on CCTV. Oh my God, me too. Yeah, big fan. Um, in fact, when I took part in a park run one morning... There wasn't, you've lost me at park run, I'll be honest. No, I'm sorry. She was hiking and now she's on a park run. Yeah. What? She, well, she wasn't hiking yet. It's perfect for hiking. She's All she's done is arrived. She's seen some bears chilling on the way. Um, okay. In fact, when I took part in a park run one morning, there was an entire section of the pre-run briefing which warned us about what to do if we encountered bears en route. Wouldn't it be so funny to do that park run? In like a bear mascot costume. <laughs> yeah. Really fuck with people. You know, like people dress up yeah, for fun yeah, runs. Yeah. Like, what we, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> just like running. Like, oh, there's a bear and it's just one of the runners. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> or if a bear did genuinely just join in on the run, just saw lots of people running. Just chase Just them. a collection it's of like, bears. No, they're what? just joining in the park run. Yeah. What I love about dogs is they can never resist a race. Uh, like no matter what breed of dog if you start running they're like okay yeah no i assume bears were like yeah what are we running for yeah <laughs> just a personal best yeah <laughs> we're r- running for you run yeah. for yourself <laughs> are black bears the bad ones or are brown bears the bad ones i think they're both quite bad in fact when i took part in a park run one morning there was an entire section of the pre-run briefing which warned us about what to do if we encountered bears on on the route 
basically saying that as long as they knew we were there, they'd run away. So the best thing to do was make plenty of noise and they'd just steer clear. The same couldn't necessarily be said for grizzly bears. That's brown bears. What, grizzly bears? So I've just Googled it. So brown bears, I've got a little picture. Black bear, no hump, pointed ears, straight face, short claws. Grizzly bear, humped, round ears, dished face, long claws. And that's brown. It says brown bears are more aggressive than black ones. So that explains why the black bears are a bit more chill. Yeah, okay. Um... But thankfully, we were reassured that the majority of bears in this area were much more docile black bears. There you go. I'd actually love to see a bear. Yeah, me too. From a distance. From behind a safe, like a very, from a safe space, yeah, I would love to see a bear. Behind some perspex. One morning, I decided it was perfect weather for an early morning run. Again, oh. you've lost me. The sun was just beginning to peak the clouds. It was pleasantly warm with a light breeze. But it's also pleasantly warm for the bears. Exactly. Like, They're out too. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. world doesn't revolve around you. <laughs> bears are out for their early morning run but too. Thank you for writing in. Um, we do appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so I laced... But she knows she's in a bear area. Why is she going on a run on her own? <laughs> so I Get la- a peloton. Okay. I laced up my... Get a pe- That is the most... I don't have one. It's just indoorsy, isn't it? Get a peloton. So I laid that, get that on a t-shirt. I don't want it. Abby Clark, get a Peloton. Can I just say, for God's sake. I passionately hate spin and anything to do with it. I just thought, (laughs) I'm just trying to be fun, all right, Junior? (laughs) So I laced up my trainers and set off from my hotel along the trail that led up into the forest. All was going great. The shade from the trees was lovely and I had the tail, oh, sorry, I had the trail pretty much to myself. That's when I heard... It's dangerous. That's when I heard some twigs snapping (gasps) in the forest behind me. But when I turned, I couldn't see anything there. Oh, no. The trail was still clear as far as I could see through the trees. No one around but me. I had the thought that maybe it could be a bear. So I stopped and waved my arms and shouted, Hey! a few times loudly as they as I'd been told to I have you seen those videos of people going hey bear hey bear no. and there's like a bear following I've seen one of there's like a family who what, are you hiking. meant to just say hi to it you're supposed to go hey bear really loudly um but it does sound like that sounds very it sounds like, it's like come on yeah. bear get up top with <laughs> us and that's like Hi-ya. <laughs> we won't start the picnic without you <laughs> what are we doing yeah but apparently that's how you put them off. I thought it was different depending on the type of bear. Yeah, I imagine it is. But they were told hey, it's, ma- it's mainly uh, mainly the casual ones, Long isn't time it? time no see. What yeah. are you up to? Um, I paused a few moments longer, didn't hear anything and assumed I was just being paranoid. So continued on with my run. A few minutes later, I heard twig snapping again behind me and then a load of rustling through it through the undergrowth to my right. This area was really overgrown. The second you got off the path, I couldn't see what was making the noise, but it was getting closer. Oh my God. I continued to run and shouted a few more times as the rustling got closer and closer. And then I spotted a glimpse. 
And then I spotted glimpses of black fur through the bushes. Okay, it's a black one. That's good. Keeping pace with me as I ran and taking no <gasps> notice of my shouts. I started to come to the realization that I was in a bad situation. I had no defense against a bear if it decided to attack me. I'd be stir fry strips within minutes. Very good. Wow, the bear knows how to stir fry. <laughs> yeah, it's a culinary bear. Yeah. So there were. So there was that sinking feeling of realization that this could be where I died, oh alone, up on a mountain trail in a foreign country. No. How long would it take for someone to realize I was missing? Would they ever find my body? You know, just fun questions running through your mind as you're going for a run in the outdoors. And just as I was pushing into the fastest sprint I'd ever done in my soon-to-be-very-short life, a big, black, furry shape burst out onto the path in front of me and dropped a tennis ball at my feet whilst wagging its tail. And that's the story of how I thought I was going to be mauled to death by an overly friendly black Labrador. Oh my god, that story was perfect. (laughs) Its owners weren't far behind it, and I think they were somewhat confused why I was almost crying as I gave it belly rubs. Safe to say, there were no more solo trail runs for me that holiday. Honestly, though, yeah, why don't go on your own? Why are you going on your own? Surely not. I hope that entertained you at least a little bit. Looking forward to more episodes. Thanks, Rachel. Rachel. Oh my god, Rachel, that was the perfect story. So good. Another one? Uh, right. This one's from Brit. Hi, Julia and Abby. When I first moved to the USA, my housemate invited me to his parents' cabin at the lake. <laughs> they had quad bike. <laughs> what's, what's tickling you about cabin at the lake? It's just all of these very outdoorsy holidays. Yeah. It's hard to relate, isn't it? When you'd rather just lie by a pool. I just don't go on holiday. (laughs) I just go living room cafe, living room cafe, couple of gigs here and there. Podcast record. Podcast record. I feel like Loudrop is the uh, most danger. Zero cabins in the wood in my life. Yeah. Well, these people, thank God for the people listening who are more adventurous than we are. We can uh, exploit your stories. I don't know. I think I have an anecdote for every episode, actually. I managed to. Okay. <laughs> right. Back to Brit, or are nah, we still nah, on nah, you? Nah, oh, okay. Give me another few minutes. All right. Okay, go on, Brit. So, moved to, uh, moved to America. My housemate invited me to his parents' cabin at the lake. They had quad bikes. Right, they had quad bikes. As you can imagine, I was very excited to ride around on. His dad told me very specifically, I was welcome to have a go on the the back, but under no circumstances was I allowed to drive because the quad bike was manual, not automatic. He also mentioned something about the back brakes not working. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, who needs back brakes? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. As soon as we got away from the house, I insisted I drive because I can drive a manual car. Yeah, actually. Yeah. This is actually, I relate to this. So do I. I think I would have exactly the same response. I'm 100% going to die trying to prove someone wrong. Yeah. Take me around the corner and then I'm fucking driving. Yeah. Um, my housemate swapped places with me and then I promptly crashed head on into a big truck. Both of us flew right over the handlebars. My head dented the truck. Tell me she's wearing a helmet. I hope, I mean. She must have been. It doesn't say, but... 
That's a big head then. That's strong. Strong, That's a sturdy. sturdy head. Yeah. She must have had a haircut like loud drop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was covered in cuts, scratches, and bruises. Even my boob was bleeding. His parents. Not, the boob. not come on. That's so handy. His, his parents had to pay, I don't know, I don't even know how much money to the truck driver to repair their vehicle because the quad bike wasn't insured due to the broken brakes. Oh, God. My housemate went to A&E because he had a cut to his elbow the size of a 20p piece and they did nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's not that big. Meanwhile, I had concussion and I still have a nasty looking scar. Sick. My, well, on the boob? It doesn't say, but... That'd be a cool place to have a scar. Cool story. What would you say? Just boob Shark job? <laughs> Shark <laughs> boob job. <laughs> boob job. <laughs> Dream big, Abby. <laughs> One day. My housemates and I... My housemate and I are now married. And what? his dad brings up this story any chance he gets. So I technically survived the crash. Did she have to marry him just to pay him back? <laughs> that was part of the deal. Are you okay? Do you need... <laughs> Were you coerced into doing this? This is illegal. Um, so I technically survived the crash, but I'm still in hell every time we visit. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, oh, Britt. Oh. Um, thank you, Britt and Rachel. And whoever that dog was. <laughs> what a What a guy. <laughs> Great stories. Um, if you also have a story of a time you found yourself in the worst case scenario and survived, mm. that that is important. Please. None none from beyond the grave. <laughs> um, please send them to us via our email, help at wcspod.com, and we'll read them out and and interrupt them incessantly. Is that a word? Yep. Well did I use it correctly? You did. Good job. Sick. <laughs> Bring, it home, Bring it home, Julia. Bring it home. What do I need to please thanks for listening? Hope you survive another week. Bye. Bye. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case scenario